Before this podcast starts, we have a couple things we would like to let you know about. First, we have some big plans for the future. We are so excited for where this podcast is going, but we really need some help. We both have full-time jobs along with church and family. And here are some ways that you can help. Share our posts, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, we would like to buy better equipment, and we also have some plans for the future that are going to need funding. You can either become a monthly or a one-time listener supporter. The link is in the show notes. Or you can buy us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash breaking taboo, or you can click the link in the show notes. Next thing is, me and my husband are going on AIM to Japan. You can support us one of three ways. Text to give. You can text AIM206 to 71777. Or you can buy a t-shirt or hoodie from our shop on Bonfire called Seek and Save Apparel. Or you can become a partner in missions. To find more information on anything, please visit our Instagram page, Romans to Japan or Breaking Apostolic Taboo. Thank you for joining and we are so excited for this week's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to Breaking Apostolic Taboo. I'm Bailey Romans and on this podcast we like to talk about things that have a little bit of a taboo around them Um, and we like to break the stigma and break the awkwardness around certain subjects and so along with that we like to educate. We want you to be educated on ways to help yourself, ways to help others get through these certain circumstances that we all go through. Last time we did a series on mental illnesses and this time we're going to be doing Redeemed Sexuality by Andrew A. Boa. It is a 12 session, so 12 weeks, and we are super excited. We want to give you some practical resources to help you combat some of these sexual issues. And because a lot of churches do not have a program to help people that struggle with pornography addiction and sexual addiction in general, um, hopefully this will help you. This is a good resource. You can find it on Amazon. If you would like to do this at your church or with a small group, if you would like to start it, um, I will have a Dropbox if you want to do this on your own personal time and um, with the worksheets that you'll need um, to fill out if you would like to participate. And thank you so much for joining us and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Breaking Apostolic Taboo. Now, I know, before you say anything, we were supposed to have an episode on current events today, but we're switching things. We're going to do that next week. Um, We, um, Alicia, my co-host, she got called out to do something for work and she could not be here to record today. So we decided to move and switch the two dates. So today I'm going to be, we're going to be doing Redeem Sexuality um, Session 10. Oops, that was my phone. Uh, We'll be doing Session 10, and next week we will do current events, and then the week after that um, we'll do um, homosexuality, and then the week after that we'll have Redeem Sexuality. So um, that's the plan as of now. So here we go. We're going to start on Session 10, Healthy Intimacy. 
We are finally ready to move beyond breaking free from unhealthy sexual patterns and move towards pursuing sexual wholeness through healthy relationships. To thrive in God's kingdom, no one needs sex, but everyone needs intimacy. We were designed as sexual beings to express the love, intimacy, and joy that God gives us. Think of a time when you felt especially close to someone. How did you feel? What is one word you choose to describe that experience? The five types of intimacy. Sexuality is about so much more than having sex. Our sexuality plays a part in all human relationships, not just romantic ones. This not only includes sex acts, but the entire experience of living as a male or female sexual human beings. Godly sexuality is ultimately about pursuing intimacy with God and others. We are not called to shut down our sexuality, but cultivate our sexual desires and longings in holy ways. The intimacy of being truly known and truly loved by another person has a healing effect on sexual brokenness. But in the absence of intimacy, isolation keeps us enslaved to sexual shame, loneliness, and despair. Pornography seduces us with illusions of intimacy, while masturbation offers sexual stimulation apart from the real relationship. Both threaten our ability to relate to the opposite sex in Christ-like love. After all, our goal is not to just avoid sinful lust, but to grow in our capacity for loving, intimate relationships with real people. Considering the following categories of intimacy. Spiritual intimacy. No human bond can substitute for spiritual intimacy of, of a love relationship with God. Yet, even in the presence of God, we are not designed to function as isolated individuals. Spiritually, Spirituality cannot substitute for human contact. So while intimacy with God is an indispensable part of healing sexual brokenness, apart from strong relationships with others, it can only do so much. Social intimacy. Social intimacy is what makes a close friendship close. It is the experience of knowing and being known, of loving and being loved. Social intimacy provides a sense of belonging to a person or a group of people. Evidence of a strong social intimacy includes feeling accepted, significant, and secure. This cannot happen overnight. It develops slowly as trust is built over time. Emotional, Emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy comes when we notice and process our feelings with another person. Too often we ignore our in or invalidate our desires and disappointments and try to cope with them on our own, sometimes through sexual outlets. We need to learn how to process our emotions together with others in a life-giving way that brings healing, not shame. Mental intimacy. Mental slash intellectual intellectual intimacy is closely tied to emotional intimacy. It means allowing someone to access your secret ideas, thoughts, and intentions. Mental intimacy exposes hidden thought patterns and lies and invites the other person to listen and respond with truth. Physical intimacy. Physical intimacy does not have to be erotic to be embodied. It can be as simple as a hug between friends. Intimacy needs. Sexual brokenness is often the result of of 
attempting to meet legitimate needs in an unhealthy way. Remember, we can survive and even thrive without sex, but we can't live according to God's design without intimacy. Intimacy is a need in the sense that we are hardwired for it. The point is not that we are entitled to it or that we always have to have it, but that we try to get it in all the wrong ways. Contemporary culture tells us the way to get real intimacy is through romance and the way to avoid loneliness is through social media. Pornography combines the two. Is it any wonder why so many of us are drawn to it? We have been conditioned to look for approval, acceptance, and affection where it cannot be found. We need to learn how to satisfy these legitimate longings in healthy ways. Look at the following list of 10 key intimacy needs. Circle the two or three that you desire most, then answer how you met these these needs in an unhealthy way. I will put this page in the um, Dropbox folder. Relational growth requires uh, experience in real relationships. You can't develop intimacy in isolation. Use the following space to create a map of relationships in your life. Include friends, families, family, mentors, and at least one member of your group. One, write your name in the oval. Two, surrounding the oval. Add names of friends, family members, mentors, and at least one member of your group. I will, I'll skip some of this because um, I'll put it in our Dropbox folder for you to go over yourself. Experts on sexuality acknowledge the necessity of strong relationships and authentic community for the development of healthy sexuality. This is why sexually broken people simply cannot experience healing in isolation because our sexual desires are not really about sex at all. As Julie Saltery writes, although we have hormones and sexual longings, they are not nearly as powerful as our drive for intimacy. The physical act of sex, while beautiful as expression of intimacy, is a cheap replacement for it. We live in a world that sabotages intimacy at every step while promoting sex as an adequate substitute. No amount of sex, real or imagined, can compensate for the lack of intimacy. God may or may not have have marriage for you in the future, but his will for you is to have intimate relationships with the body of Christ. In some cases, deep friends can be even more fulfilling than marriage. David expressed this about his intimate friendship with Jonathan. Paul, who was a single, who was single most, if not all of his life, shares in his writings about many intimate friendships who encouraged him through the years. Next step intimacy skills. Having an awareness of your need for intimate relationships is one thing. Having the skills to cultivate them is another. This is an area where we can always improve whether we are single, dating, or married. The more we learn how how to be close to people in healthy, life-giving ways, the more we will experience our sexuality as a gift rather than a burden. Look at the various character qualities and skills to contribute to a healthy relationship, which I will also include in the Dropbox folder. And our reflection questions for the day is, what has God been teaching you about the concepts of sexuality and intimacy? Which I want to say real fast. This lesson kind of just blew my mind. I never 
notice the, the difference between intimacy and sex. Anyways, which intimacy need or skill do you feel the need to focus on most and why? So we'll see y'all next week when we talk about current events and I'll put everything in our Dropbox folder and I hope to see you next time. This is Bailey. Thank you for listening to Breaking Apostolic Taboo and let's start talking. Thank you.